0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not-so-positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karen Weary and Ida Serena Lee.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shift Happens. It is December. We are almost at the end of this year. I am your host, Karen Weary. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough coach so I work with people all over the place if you're not in my little state of Florida and we are here today I have my amazing co-host Ida Serino Lee and speaking of being at the end of the year you know what we usually do at the end of the year we sort of begin to take stock of what on earth happened this year? <laughs> what did I accomplish of the things that I have on my board? If you are a vision board person, if you're not, I recommend that you do. And what is the next year gonna look like? How do we make 2021 the best year ever? Now, Ida, I don't know about you, but my vision board said a lot of things that never happened, but that doesn't mean that there weren't, a, there are were a couple of things that happened from there, but a lot of other things happened. Right? How how about you? Do you
2: do vision boards? Yes, I do vision boards. And I was uh, looking at my vision board. And usually, you know, I love vision board because usually I, I complete a good 80, 80% or more of it, usually in every year. But 2020, I think I did like a 60% of it, which is not so bad. But it's right. still not what I usually make out of my, uh, you know, because this year, I don't know about you guys, but for me, this year was tough you know so i can wait until the year is over <laughs> but in order for me to make sure that i don't bring the things that happened to me and i learned the lessons that i need to learn in 2020 so i don't bring it into 2021 we need to plan for next year and also close up this year everybody especially women are entrepreneurs or people that have business they know what it is december december is not just christmas december is close up the business december is preparing yourself for taxes okay we do that well but what about prepare ourselves you know, our health, our life, our lifestyle to close in the year so that we can have a more prosperous year next year so we don't repeat the same mistakes that we made in, two, you know, in 2020 or the year prior in the new year. You know, we, we we don't think about that. And it's very important in order for us to have a prosperous year in the next year and we don't make the same mistakes. That's something that I always teach my children. Why if I give you advice and there's a hole in your way and I tell you not to fall in that hole, you know, so that you don't have to get the same circumstances that I have. Why do you need to say, I need to fill in that hole because I need to have my own experience? No. You're supposed to have new experience that you can teach somebody else. A new hole. You know? Yeah. No, no, man. Yeah. Don't go through there so you don't fall. So that's the thing that we have to do when we close. We close the year to figure out exactly what is going on in that year. So that you can plan for next year and when it comes to your health to your finances to your marriage to your children uh everything the first thing that you need to do is assess yourself what happened this year and when it comes to your health for example was i diagnosed in any new, new condition am i taking any new medication how did i feel that year did i have more energy days that i have any more uh fatigue days did I eat well this year? Did I gain weight this year? And if I did, how many how many um, uh, pounds did I gain this year? Or did I lose? How many pounds did I lose? Did I reach my goal or didn't reach my goal? You know? Uh, how, what is my lifestyle when it comes to my cooking and to my eating? If I'm eating healthy or did I eat out too much this year? Okay. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your finances, do you create a budget? Are you following the budget? Do you were you fired of a job or do you lose a job? Do your uh, finances went lower this year for any reason? Do you have any catastrophic ev- uh, uh, experiences here that is gonna, that, that that took you down? There's something you can learn out of everything you. And then the thing is writing it down so you can visualize it. And when you visualize it, then you'll be able to see what went wrong and what is the lesson for you to learn. So you can close that year properly. What about your productivity? Were you productive this year? At the end of the year, what you can say that you did, that you took with you. I mean, this is not something that goes just for people that have business. If you go go to your nine to five, you have your regular day, you're a mom, a dad, you know, you're taking care of your family, your wife. What did you do this year that was better? Did you make an impact in your child? That make it better? Do you make an impact in your, in your marriage that make it better? Do you help somebody else and impact their life and make it better? You know? Those are things that you it's need it. to. Yes. And, yeah. and all wins. That, those wins are going to. Those wins. You have to not only put the things that you lost. All the wins that you have that year is going to catapult you and it's going to motivate you and it's going to increase your passion to do better the next year. Yeah. It is so, so important to do that. Uh, Another thing, what about your relationships around you? How many friends that you started with in the year, still your friends now? How many relationships did you cultivate it? Did you really nurture that relationship? What relations you know that were good, but you lack in cultivation, you lack on calling them, you lack on relation with them, you know? Uh, For example, for your marriage, are you going into dates? Are you doing romantic things? Are you having serious conversations? Are you? How is your communication with your marriage, with your, with your loved one? Are you, you having together? fun? Yeah. Are you having fun? You know, what can you do better in that area? What about your kids? Are your kids doing what they're supposed to? Are they doing good in school like they're supposed to? Okay? Are they open and having conversations with you and relation with you? Are you spending enough quality time? It's not necessarily the amount of the time. It's just the quality of the time that you spend with your children. Are you doing that, are you spending, or are you just buying them off with games? And, um, okay, you can go here and give it, and you can have this amount of money and that amount of money. No, are you actually spending the time and doing serious conversations? If he's a teenager, are you having the serious conversations that you're supposed to be having with your teenager about sex, about drugs, about depression, about mental health, mm-hmm. about their own I- health, about their eating? About right, the economy right. and the financial, how to handle money. Those are things that are not taught in school. School is not for them to learn everything. They're supposed to, the, the learning is supposed to start at home and the school complement it. Not the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. So those are things that you have to put down. What about, if do you have any unforgiveness? Is there anybody that hurt you this year? that you want to let go because you know that occupying an apartment inside your brain that is not letting you going forward is there anybody that you need to forgive have you identified anybody that is toxic in your life that you need to remove big time that's something that you that that you do when you when you are, are closing the year what about gratitude At the end of the year, I know that a lot of us, we practice our gratitude journal where we do three gratitudes in the morning and three in the night. Now, now the year is coming to an end. What are the big three things that you're grateful for this year? And then is there a person in this year that did something really big that really helped you this year that really you're grateful for? This is the person that you need to write him a letter or send him a gift Do something spectacular to show your gratefulness and your gratitude to that person. And all these things are going to boost you of positivity, of energy. Uh, It's going to give you a a better outlook in life so that when you start planning for your next year, you are doing it in in lightness. You're doing it in a positive way. So it's very, very very important that you close the years, not only for your business. You need to also close it for your personal life. For your relationships and what about your spiritual life? Do you have a relationship with God? If you're, you know, if you're a believer or whatever it is that you practice? You know? Yeah. Are yeah. you practicing meditation? Are you practicing prayer? Do you have faith? Let me tell you, when it comes to faith, it has nothing to do with religion, people. Because we all, everybody in this world, whether they're Muslim, whether they're Christians, whether they're Hindu, whether they are Scientology, no matter what kind of religion they are, they all practice faith. Because when you take a Tylenol that you don't know what it does inside your body, you are trusting that that Tylenol is going to take out your headache. When you go to work in the morning, you're not thinking that the car is going to break down. You know that the car is going to turn on and it's going to take you from point A to point B. What is that? Faith. Faith is the evidence of things seen and not seen but hope for, that you know that it's going to happen. That's the definition in the Bible, but it's really, that's the definition.
1: Uh, And let me tell you what, that piece right there is key. When we can get to the place where we can see and feel what it is that we want, that's when we become the magnet of it. We draw it to us.
2: And not only that, you have to have faith on yourself. Do you have faith in yourself, in your capabilities, in your skills, on who you are? That's part of that's part of, of, of a spirituality, because spirituality give you your identity and give you your self-worth. It's for example, when you go to, let's say, just a, a sake of an example, let's say you go to Walmart and you buy a dress, and you go to Macy's and you buy a dress. You know that the dress in Macy's, Macy's is a quality store. So the quality of that dress Is higher, so you know what that dress came from. So you know the quality of the dress. You know what you're gonna treat. You are probably gonna take that 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 dress to the dry cleaners and treat it better because you know the quality of the dress. But the Walmart one, you probably throw it in your in your washing machine and do yourself at home because you know that is you know how Walmart clothes is that you wash it three four times they lose their color they lose their shape and all that stuff. So because you know who you came from, you know you know what that dress came from. You know the quality. You need to know where you came from so you know the quality of who you are. And for everybody, it's different. For, for me, I know I came from God, and I know God is an omnipotent being, is a, is a king. That means I made me a princess. So if you made me a princess, I must be up there. I'm be a big deal. <laughs> Nobody can be treating me any way they want because I am a princess. If you follow royalty protocol, you know how it is. And that's how I feel yeah. about myself. So whatever it is that is helping you get that identity, you know, for yourself, you need to know. Because if you don't have that strength of, of knowing who you are and knowing that you're enough, you won't able, will not be able to fulfill your dreams and your purpose
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and your tasks and projects that you have planned for next year. So, plus a year with all that, and knowing that, and, and write it down, please. It's not something that you sit down and you think about it, and because you didn't put it down, then you're not going to think about it later. You're not going to do nothing about it later. Everything that gets done, get written. If you don't write, if you don't write it, it doesn't get done. If you don't plan it, it doesn't get it done. Hmm. So it's very important. Plus, those are—it's uh, a way to see it tangible, so you can see the change, so you can record the changes. You know, you can yeah. record the moves that you're making so that that because that's another thing people don't do things in their life and don't move up in life in their life because they don't see the they don't they don't actualize actually see how, how they're growing and they're probably growing. they probably change. but because they cannot palpate it, they cannot see it because they didn't document it. Then they get discouraged. Yeah, and they probably don't know how far they've been. You're already probably halfway to your to your uh, journey. And you didn't even notice that you have way because you don't document anything. So you think because you're not at the end yet that nothing is happening.
1: Right. And that's a disaster right there because how many people give up right before they hit jackpot? Whatever that is, that gold pot, uh, a success in the business, the relationship, the whatever. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I have a big example about that when it comes to my son. You see, my son just got his karate uh, black belt on on uh, Saturday, but through the years, because he's been in karate since he was 90 years. Through the years, they change senseis, like three or four times they change senseis. So you know, every time they say they change senses, he already loved the sensei. You know, it, it, that person become like, like part of the family. You know, and then he make friends. And then sometimes when the senseis move, some of the kids move with the sensei to wherever they go. They go. And mm-hmm. here was my my son left. How many times did he want to quit because his sensei left? His favorite sensei left. Yeah. You know. And, uh, and and I was telling him no because you go too far. So you you too far to quit now. You are too far to quit. Yeah. And that's how I keep it going, going, going until he finished that. And the, and the and the great thing was that all his senseis came for his for his ceremony of a black belt.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal getting a black yeah. belt.
2: Yeah, they that's all a came huge accomplishment.
1: The, yeah, yeah, wow.
2: Out of the out of the people, all the kids that started the dojo. My son and I an, one of the other kids were the only one that stayed up to the end, even though they had changes. They they changed the, the sensei, and they stayed until the end and we were able to finish so All then came in, so that's why you cannot quit. Mm. You cannot quit. So you need to do the you do diligence. On closing the year, on knowing where you're standing, knowing where you're going so you can start planning for next year. Because when you plan, and another thing, when you start planning for next year, don't start planning first your goals when it comes to your business and your projects. and That's not where you want to start. You want to start with you. There are three things that are essential when you start planning your year. When you start planning your year, I want you to get out not only a planner where you're gonna journal the things that you wanna do, but also your calendar as you plug in when you're gonna do what. Mm. Because having that calendar, plugging in those things that you're supposed to be doing, it's gonna save you so much time. It's gonna save you so much uh, overwork because now your, your calendar is plugged in, you're going to be able to say no when you need to say no. I don't know. I had a problem earlier in my life where I was a people pleaser. And I couldn't say no, and then I was overworked mm-hmm. and overwhelmed and overcrazy. Happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't plan for anything. So it's like when you see your schedule that is all open. So you can you see you can add on one more thing and one more thing and one more thing. But when you plug in all the important things first, that we're gonna be discussing in the next segment, what those important things are, and you plug those things first, then the next the the, the rest of your of your uh, time is for your projects and your career and your uh, entrepreneurship and your business. That's where you're gonna ta- you're gonna plug in the tasks that you have to do to fulfill those goals. Mm. At the end, you're gonna look that you're not gonna have any more time for no, for nobody else, right? That yeah. I'm not saying that you're not helping other people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're not gonna overtake things because you feel that you have all the time in the life when you don't.
1: Exactly. You yeah. The time. Yeah, and it, it really backfires, and then this is where we get angry and irritable and resentful and exhausted, and we don't. We wonder why, and then you know, went uh, to the doctor and get antidepressants or anxiety, you know, when in reality, we just needed to go ahead and prioritize our, ourselves first.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Another exactly. thing that you need to close in is like, okay, you already know what it is that you want to do for next year when it comes to your career, when it comes to your entrepreneurship. Okay. So what skills do you need in order for you to fulfill that? Do you need to study something? Do you need to take some certifications? Do you need to, to maybe uh, go to some conferences or some classes? Do you need to read some books? It's the part of self development remember guys that the people I, I always say uh, the day that you stop learning and the day that you start dying yeah you hear that the day Absolutely. that you stop learning is the day that you stop dying the fact that you are out of school out of high school out of college that doesn't mean that you don't ha- you have to stop learning
1: you're in the school of life.
2: <laughs> exactly. And sometimes in order for you to go and deal with the things that life is throwing to you, you need to learn some skills. For sure. For so I sure. suggest everybody to at least read a book a day. And let me tell you something. There's no excuse nowadays not to read a book a day because you got things like Audible. And I, I, I'm I, in the old fashioned way. I like to actually see the book. But in order for me to fulfill the amount of lists that I have, I hear some audible in my car when I'm driving or when I go walking to do my exercise, I put in so that I can accomplish the amount of books that I want to. But I, most of the time I try to do it because I like, you know, to actually have the book and, and, and underline and do things here. Like <laughs> Dog ear. Yeah, and there's no excuse, people, no excuse for you not to be able to read some books that will give you the skills and, and nowadays there's so many resources so many certifications so many classes so many webinars conferences most of them free mm. yeah you know, some of them free Yeah, and even if
1: you do have to invest, it's an investment in you that you, the the financial planner that we had here before, he was saying the best investment is in you. Sometimes he said people are surprised that he will encourage people, whether it's a gym membership or whatever it is, because that comes back. And so we are going to take a short break to listen to a couple of messages, and then we'll be back with more. And how can you become the CEO of Your Health and Lifestyle in 2021? Yes.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at Center.com or reach out to her at carnw at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karen Weary and Ida Serena Lee. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Karin w at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shift Happens. This is every Tuesday. We make some serious shift happening in your life, especially when you take up us up on our tips and tools and all the amazing things that we tell you about. You are totally going to propel your life in the direction that you want to create the life of your dreams because you are the creator of your life and how it goes. Become the director of your life instead of the uh, passive person who's watching what's going on. Because you know what, we all are living in the same world and have, you know, they're not, not all circumstances are the same, obviously. But uh how we show up in the world the energy that we put into it the motivation that we have the way we treat ourselves the way we the things that we do to be proactive the things that we do to heal ourselves physically emotionally spiritually and the things we do to feed our mind our soul our heart our body all these things are what we talk about here on shift happens that are all um, going part of what it takes to build the life of your dreams and let me tell you I was t- I was going over this I actually did a live on my uh, personal page Facebook about a a meditation that I was doing a a meditation that I love it's an abundance meditation and it uh, just hit me in a different way that day and all of a sudden it was something about you know wow I have created everything that I have in my life right now you know I have a home I absolutely adore my 15 year old kid is just a darling I love him he's so funny and I have love in my life and my work is a work of passion and so today I have my beautiful co-host here Ida Sabrina Lee who is talking about it is December and what do we do we usually take a stock of what happened this year and what do we want to do in 2021. So is, Aida is here to tell us and help us really get clear on what it takes to become the CEO of your health and your lifestyle.
2: Yes. So when we talk about becoming the CEO of our health or our lifestyle, what are we talking about? We're talking about, you know, you know what a CEO is. The CEO is the one that runs the whole company. Okay. It runs the whole company. It knows how everything works. It keep it in order when you need a new way of doing things or a new, uh, um, you know, um, plan on how to be more productive. It will create a plan. It creates systems on how things are going to work. So we need to do the same thing for our life. We need to become that CEO. Before we become a CEO of anything else, we need to become the CEO of our life. What I do is if you take the letter C, okay, you need to make that choice. You're going to make that choice that you want a better life. You have to make that choice that you want to be healthier. you got to make that choice that you want to be productive. And then, after you make that choice, then you create that the, the, that productive life. You create exactly what you want. In order to create it, you need letter E. Because what you need in letter E, you need to get empowered and educated. So now, how do I get empowered and educated when it comes to starting a new year? And a year that is more productive, let's start by closing this year to see the things that I learned this year, to see where was my weaknesses, what were my wins, okay, what I can do better, what I need to be more productive area that I need to be. That way you can plan for the new year and also empower yourself by learning, you know, about yourself, about learning about your body, learning about how to have a better attitude, how to have have a better mind, how about having better spirituality, what are the things that your body needs. And then after you do that, you go to the, O. Oh, that means that you get organized and you start implementing and obtaining the things that you need in order to make that life of the CEO that you want. So that's what you need to do for, to create, you need to think about yourself like a company. This is the way I see. It. We are a company. Okay. This is Ida's Inc. right here. Okay. So my cells are my employees. Okay. My organs are my equipment. <laughs> my systems are my departments. Okay. And my uh, nutrition and lifestyle are my human resources. Benefits department. I like it. <laughs> Never heard it told that way. <laughs> so, ask yourself: Am I giving my cells everything that they need so they can work in the highest healing potential? Mm. Because the cells make the tissues, the tissues make the organs, the organ make the systems, and the system make the body work. Then once that once that body work are you giving my spirit what you need in order for the spirit to maintain your body are you giving your mind what it needs to 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 have in order to maintain the body because the, the, the mind is control the, the mind is controlling the body whatever whenever the mind is not doing good it will manifest in your body whenever the spirit is not doing good it will manifest in your body whenever your body doesn't doing good it will manifest in your spirit and in your mind. Whatever the spirit is not doing good, your mind and your body is not going to do good. So they're all related. When one is not working, the other is not working. So what are you doing to make sure that you're keeping all these things together and be more productive and have that CEO lifestyle that you want next year? There's three things that are essential, that are a must. When you start planning for the year, these are the three things that you need to plan for first before you do anything else, before you plan about your business, before you plan about anything else. The first thing is your spirituality you need to plan for your spirituality. The second thing you need to plan is for your self-care, and I'm not talking just about facials and manicures and pedicures, okay? And the last thing is your relationships. Why do you need to plan for those three things? Because those are three things, when your spirit is doing well, you have peace to be able to do anything that you need to do. When your self-care is doing well, that means that you have health, you have vitality, you have energy, to do whatever, but it used to take you two, three hours, now it's gonna take you one hour or less. And when you have nurtured your relationship, you're gonna be happy. And you're also gonna have peace because it doesn't do you no good to have all these plans for your business, all these plans for your future, when it comes to your career and your finances and anything else, and you don't have nobody to share it with. Or your marriage is broken, or your children are lost. So when you plug in your calendar, when you start planning for next year, I want you to have a notebook, the notebook where you close the year that you know what is that you need and what you need to do better. You're going to have your, your your log where you're going to uh, decide what the things that you need to do. And you're going to have your calendar to start plugging in when you're going to do what. So that you don't use that time. That So later through the year, you're not saying, oh, but I didn't take care of myself because I didn't have no time. I didn't meditate because I didn't have no time. No, those things are plugging and those things are sacred. You're not changing it for nobody. Nobody's asking you, can you do this for me? And you're going to say, okay, so I'm going to erase my meditation time. So I got no. That's a big no, no, no. Okay, in order for you to have that CEO lifestyle. Do you think that the CEO, do you notice how CEOs, they go golfing? <laughs> they take more vacations. You never see a CEO overwhelmed unless something's going on in the company. Mm. Well, they're more relaxed and with more vacation. Usually they're more healthy than the rest of the employees, the list of the people. Why? Because they, they prioritize their, their, their care. They prioritize the most important things which are spirituality, self-care, and relationship but let's start with spirituality what are the things that you need to do when it comes to make sure that you have time for your spirituality when you when you're trying to plan for your spirituality the first thing that you need to do is okay whatever religion you are practicing whatever it is that you practice you know in your spiritual time if it is prayer you're gonna do praise it's reading the Word of God you're gonna uh, plan for the, uh, uh, the word of God if you want to do um. If you have like a like a, a calendar that that tells you how to read the Bible in one year, for example, you're gonna do that, or every single or a devotional, whatever type of devotional that you're gonna do that every single day, you're gonna be able to pray. Do you know that people that pray it doesn't matter what religion you are, it's just the practice of praying. Okay, they live seven years longer, they have shorter shorter uh, hospitalization and shorter and shorter recovery time when they go to surgeries and things like that. Just because they pray, that means that you have faith. You're practicing some sort of faith. So it's very important for you to do that, whatever way. So you need to take time to make sure that you're practicing that. Another thing that you want to do is meditation. Meditation is so, and Miss Karen can even expand in this. Can you expand a little bit on what are the benefits of meditation? Oh God,
1: the list goes on and on. So when people they meditate on a regular basis, long term, uh, and and they're very sincere about it, they tend to uh, manage stress so much better. They sleep better. They uh, just have walk around with a sense of joy or in peace. Um, they can concentrate better. Um, you know, their blood pressure is lower. Their health generally is better. Uh,
2: you know, control your stress. Right. Yeah. But meditation is a must. You need to uh, have at least. And how long do you suggest that they're supposed to meditate?
1: Well, you know, the thing is that it can be from you know just a couple of minutes, especially if you, it's more a matter of doing it than than uh, saying I don't have time to you know twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Whether you like a guided meditation or you do a breath meditation, you can do a walking meditation. Meditation is a lot of different things.
2: I know meditation people it's not only sitting down in a place where your legs, you know, Indian style going boom. No, like she said, you can, I do that a lot. I, I sometimes put um, a guided meditation that I can do while I'm walking. Oh my God. And my body's exercising and I might be sweating and all that, but my mind is in such a peace and clear. I come clear. When I come back home, I'm clear and happier. Um, I'm, I'm, and it's like, Rested, but not rested at the same time because, you know, you weren't walking. And, but it's like it's a sense a, a of, of, of wellness,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: that you get from yes. the meditation. So that is very important. Another thing that you need to do also that boosts your spirituality is affirmations. Affirmations, calling, because you know the power of life and death in your mouth, in your tongue. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the words have power to pierce you or to build you. You can ruin somebody's life with one word or you can destroy somebody's uh, uh, word you know uh, life with one word,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so what are you doing to yourself? what do you say to yourself it's very, very important because what you say what you think as a man think that 's what it is Yeah. so affirmations uh, I call them my i ams so I have a list in my in front of my uh, mirror in my bathroom as soon as I brush my teeth. I say my I ams and some of my arms is like i am fruitful i am healthy i am given i am a lender nor a borrower things like that <laughs> my bonus are my money I, I i'm attracted to money you know money is attracted to me you know and, and things like that i i put in my affirmation so that yeah. uh, that's what i attract what you say about yourself what you're gonna attract so it's very very important that you do that another thing that you got to do is have a positive attitude and I know some people are not born with that, uh, uh, you know, optimist kind of mentality, but that's something you can learn. And the way that you learn doing that is by gratefulness. Yeah. Because when you're grateful and you practice gratefulness, you're gonna have a better attitude towards life. And gratefulness help you with a lot of things. You know, gratefulness help you not to compare with other people, you we have to understand that because uh, two people are doing the same thing, and these people are in a higher position are making more money. That doesn't mean that you're doing something less or that you're less. That means that you both have different journeys, and you have to be grateful of what God has given you at that moment, what you have, and you have accomplished it until right now. You need to be thankful. There's always people that are worse than you and people that are better than you. And when you practice gratefulness, that's going to give you a sense of wellness, a sense of happiness, and, and, and a sense of, of content. Being content with what you have, that doesn't mean that you're not ambitious to get more. It means that you're happy with what you have, and you accept what you have, and you do and work with what you have, and work how, you know, to get more without comparing with other person. Don't, don't try to be like the Joneses, because you don't know why they get the way they are. They might be have you never know how hard they have to work to get there, or maybe they're just showing off like they have, and they're you know up to here with bills, and they're miserable. And they are miserable, you don't know it because now with social media, everything look everybody look happy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so gratefulness, another exercise like we were talking before. You know, every morning when you wake up, get make sure that you write three things that you thankful for, and then at nine when you go to bed. Three things that you're thankful for that happened that day so that means that no matter how bad the day was you can find three things that you're thankful for and that's going to make you have a very perspective when you wake up the next day you're going to wake up happier you know another thing that you can that that you can do for this for your uh, spirituality and for your attitude is to you know make sure that you forgive Make sure that you practice forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is not saying that what the other person did is okay. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you're going to hang out with that person uh, uh, more. The forgiveness doesn't mean that they are not going to pay for what they did. Forgiveness means that they're no no longer renting a space in your mind and in your time and in your energy. So that way you can go forward, that you're releasing that. That way you can use that as an example, as a, a testimony to somebody else. And when you, you know that you're forgiven when you're able to talk about the person or about the incident without being bitter. Yep. Without getting angry. Yeah. You know, that means that you let go. Yeah. Yeah. And unforgiveness, you know that unforgiveness mutates the cells in your body and cause cancer? Yeah. telling you. It's toxic. It's very, very toxic. I, I, I use this example all the time and I'm probably you probably heard it before, but I was and I used to work in oncology. I have two ladies that have the same type of, of breast cancer. One was in her late thirties, one was in her late fifties, the one in the late thirties, she was mad at the world and mad at everything. They have both have the same prognosis, the same diagnosis. The one in their thirties died within a year, the other lady lasted ten years. Mm-hmm. Just because of her attitude and his gratitude, and, and, and she didn't have no unforgiveness. I'm
1: telling you, it works like magic, which is why you have to do your inside work. And talk about making shift happens. You can make shift happens and remind yourself and the people that you love, if you are looking for a little something to put underneath the tree, or just in general, <laughs> you can go to InsightsCounselingCenter.com and order your own T-shirt, tank top, hoodie, whatever, with our beautiful shift happens on on the front and on the back What it says, shift your mind, shift your body, shift your money. Isn't that what we all want and need? And that's what this show, especially all of our shows are. But, you know, today, this is what we're talking about. Let's shift it into something that we want in 2021 and for the rest of this year. My goodness, yeah. it's not yeah. over yet. Let's finish the year well-being. That's right. We got a few more weeks. So uh, let's make it. Let's make it beautiful.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, get started on, get that notebook. I love the whole idea of, of having the calendar out and really plugging this stuff in. Those are appointments that cannot be canceled ever. You know
2: exactly, you have to do it because if you don't do it, it's not gonna happen. That's the Mm -hmm. problem. You did all that planning and everything for nothing if you don't plug it into the calendar. Put it in an electronic calendar like my iPhone, it will remind me five minutes before anything that I have to do.
1: There you go. So that way, you you
2: don't forget it. You have a reminder over there in your mind telling you what you have to do next, and that you first, you like me. Or if you're uh, like me, put it on paper
1: because then I have the visual. If it's electronic, I don't have a visual and it's gone. You no, know,
2: <laughs> I know i probably overwork, but I have it both, both ways. Yeah. I write it first and then later when I have time, I plug it in the, my Electronica. <laughs> there just you go. I just in case. I even say Alexa sometimes to remind me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got so, come in from all angles.
2: <laughs> I get in the zone sometimes and, you know, when, when I'm working,
1: yeah. So anyway, we are going to wrap up for. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Let's keep on going. We we got we're on a roll here. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So down. So, Ida, have, what
1: else do we have?
2: We talked already about spirituality. Now we're going to talk about self care. Mm. So for your self care, you have to plan for your nutrition first. You already discussed it when you close the year. How you was your nutrition? What you need to do better? Are you planning for food prep? And for going grocery shopping. So make sure, make sure that you are prepping your food. Like for example, what I usually do on Sundays is that I go to church, I come out of church, we eat lunch, then we go to the grocery store, then I prep my food. That way you have healthy choices in the refrigerator because the minute they don't have any healthy choice in the refrigerator, what are you gonna do? You're gonna call you're gonna call uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> now that cool. people are not going out because of the pandemic you're <laughs> calling Uber Eats. Spending money and getting on healthy stuff.
1: Yeah, I have never called Uber Eats.
2: And you know what I'm really excited about and and
1: proud of what we have done this year? We just did it uh, a couple months and and we picked up our first couple of things. We joined a co-op and uh, yeah, also since apparently uh, right now I don't have a green thumb, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, so we're getting, you know, healthy organic uh, veggies and and then they also have this Amish butter you can buy other things, you know, local grown if you eat meat, you know, chicken and, and whatever, they're yeah. all happy cows, happy chicken. And and that, that we just got the Amish butter, which is two oh, ingredients. Wow. Two ingredients. It is the best butter I've ever had in my entire life. It's amazing. Oh
2: you gotta send me that information. Okay. Yes. Okay, so like I was telling you, you know, you have to plan for your nutrition, and that's mm-hmm. time that you have to plug in there, so you make sure that you have the time to prepare your food. The next thing that you have to do is your exercise, what you doing for your moving. You know that when you don't move your body, you know, things that don't get moved, they get stagnated, and they get stagnated, they putrefy. The same thing happened to your body. So uh, you do an exercise, and you do an exercise just to maintain yourself healthy, or do you have a purpose for your exercise? You want to sculpt your body, or you really want to lose some weight? Then the regimen of your exercise will be different depending on what your goals. So you need to make sure that you plug that in into your calendar. The other thing that you need to do also for your health and plan is your environment. Your environment in your house: one is is it organized? Is it clean? Okay, and also when it comes to the toxicity that you're bringing into your body, when it comes, you know, to the self-care products and the, the, the things that you use to clean the house and the plug-ins that you put to smell and the fabrics and all that, can you start removing all of those so the toxic load will be less in your body? And start either creating DUI recipes or if you have the finances, then purchase more clean uh, uh, products. Mm. so you can lower the toxicity okay what about scheduling all your prevented care have you uh, uh scheduled your preventive care for your mammogram for your pop smear for your physical every year that you you know do uh, um with your doctor your blood work to check your cholesterol and your sugar and all that good stuff that we're all supposed to be doing every year because how do you know where you at and what you need to improve if you don't know your numbers you know, so if you're somebody that already suffered a disease, are you doing, are you scheduling your follow-ups to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and taking the time? Because sometimes to prepare for a follow-up, it takes you some time. So schedule it there. Okay, I need 15 minutes before my appointment to the doctor to make sure that I have my blood pressure lock and my sugar lock or whatever it is that you need. My medication lesson, everything intact. so when I go to the doctor and the questions that I have for the doctor, so I have it ready for it. Okay. What about uh, your um, morning routine and your night routine? You know, uh, for example, my morning routine. I wake up in the morning, I wash my teeth, I say my, my, uh, well, when I wake up, the first thing I say, I do is say, God, thank you because I'm alive. You give me one more day of life. Then I go and wash my teeth, I say my all my inf- affirmations, I sit down next to the bed and I have my devotional. Sometimes I read the devotional, sometimes I read the word of God, I do my prayer. Okay, and I give the day to the Lord, you know, or you can put a positive way, you know, a positive word for the day. This day is going to be productive. It's going to be nice. I'm not going to have any issues. And then I go over my day. All that maybe took me 30 minutes. 30 minutes to 45 minutes. all depends. Sometimes, you know, as a Christian, sometimes the Holy Spirit might take you a little longer, you know, and you might, but usually 30 minutes, 40 minutes, the longest. And then I go by my day, and we all have to create that routine so that we can start the day rested, happier, and I'm, when I log in my gratefulness for the three things that I'm, that I'm uh, uh, grateful for the day. And what about your night routine, my night routine? Then the first thing that you need to do, an hour before you, the time you decide that you're going to go to bed, you have to unplug from the electronics. Unplug from the electronics, then I take a, 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 a warm bath my my diffuser with my lavender is in my room. I have a chamomile tea, sometimes a shagwanda tea next to my bedtime. Okay. I sit down and I do write my three things that I'm thankful for. I do my prayer again. Okay. And I sip on my tea while I'm doing that. And sometimes I do my meditation. So I do some meditation in the morning or some meditation at night. Or I do when I do my walking and do my exercise. It all depends about the moods. When I, when I do my, 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 meditation and that's my, because you want to start the day healthy and you also want to be able to do a conclusion of the day. So that way, you are not carrying anything from that day to the next day, every new day is a new possibility. Okay. And then the, the other thing that you need to do about self-care is pamper yourself. You know, you need to have some me time—time time that you do for yourself, to or time to schedule a massage, to do a facial, to do a mini vacation. Sometimes, you know, you can go in the same city that you live and go to a hotel for a weekend, or, or a hotel that have a spa for the weekend, or in the summer, a hotel that have a pool and be there for a day or two just by yourself, just to relax, me time. Or you want to have a time to read your book, you know, you have to schedule that or do a detox bath, for example. And relax with your wine and your book and your uh, you know um, music music in the background, things like that. Or if you like me, that I love to dance, you know I don't I don't mind going to dance, you know once in a while <laughs> with my girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Like that. So that's, that's your me you time, very necessary for your self care. OK, once you have all your self-care already plugged in into your thing. So you see, when you do your morning routine and your night routine, you're probably covering the things that are in spirituality there. That's where you plug it in in your calendar. All your things that you have to do, most of the things that you have to do for spirituality will be in your, in your morning routine and in your night routine. Then the last thing that you have to make sure you plug in time for is for your relationships. It's very important to nurture your relationships. Less, and especially when it comes to your, your significant other, wife or, her, or, or husband, your children, and your parents, then your siblings and your best friends come out next. But you, you want to make sure that you're spending time, if it is your mom and she's uh, live out of time, uh, plug it in when you're going to call your mom so that way you don't, you don't forget to call your mom frequently, for example. Are you having dates with your husband? You know, we all we all women like the spontaneity of of the man preparing a, a a date. But are you have some something to build up your marriage already schedule it? You know, those are the regular ones that when you get too busy, you know that you already have those already planned, and you and you nurturing your relationship. You know, and the, and the time for intimacy. You know, you all like spontaneity, but are you have it there just to Know that you there's some things that go on a regular basis. You're feeding yourself a your regular basis, and then the spontaneity is the things that is going to be the icing and the cake.
1: There you go. Know what yeah, I mean?
2: Yeah. With your children, are you having uh, uh, time with your children? Let's say if you have more than one child, are you taking time that when you all the children with you together, or and also individually? Why? Because every kid is different. I have five children, and they're all totally different. <laughs> okay, they're all totally different. Yeah. That one that is very academic very organized there's another one that she don't wear makeup she don't she, she's not so much into she's very earth you know she's not into makeup hair none of that and then I have another one that she thinks she's a prince of Shiva <laughs> and then the last one she thinks she's a model uh-huh. <laughs> and then my son you know is a boy you know how boys are So they're all different. You want to make sure that you spend individual time with each of them, nourishing the, 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 and then when they're little, that's when you observe what are their purpose, what are their skills, so you can nurture those skills, what they're good at.
1: see see who they are, not who you want them to be, because boys are also very different. Uh, I seem to come, you know, in, in you know, with all boys. So <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. You just need to make sure that you're spending time with them, that you're yeah. scheduling that time. And sometimes you don't even have to stop doing what you have to do for your work. Like you can harmonize your time. For example, let's say you, uh, you want to do something for the community that is going to be part of your legacy, but you also want to spend time with your child. Okay. So honey, come with me. We're going to feed the homeless. Okay, and then, then you're teaching them a lesson, you're spending quality time, and you're living some legacy in their life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see?
2: Or let's say you have your business and you have, you're going to have a, a workshop and you need to uh, staple some papers. Those are things that don't don't need too much of your mind. So they can be stapling papers paper where you're having a kind conversation with them or a deep conversation with them.
1: You yep. see? And sometimes that can make it even easier to have uh, some conversations that might be a little harder because you're occupied with something and they're looking at the, what they're working on. So that could be, you know, a really great time to have, you know, a little bit more challenging conversations.
2: Yeah, like sex conversations and mm-hmm. relationships and things like that. So it's very, very, very import- important for you to do that. Another thing that you need to know is notice toxic relationships. What are the toxic relationships that you need to keep away from you? You know, mm-hmm. and and also, also you can also plug in times with your friends. You know who are the real good friends that you have, that you know that you need to spend time with, um, some spend time with your sister and your brothers, and and you know holidays. Those things need to be plugged in into your calendar. And then people always tell me this is every single every single worship I ever done. And I say this, then what time am I gonna do to do things for my business because my clientele usually are entrepreneur women. That's my ideal client. And I said, let me tell you something. When you do all this, the peace, the productivity and the creativity is going to be so much because you're in peace, you are happy, you are healthy and nurtured, that you're going to need a lot less time to do what you used to do before. Mm -hmm. And you're going to come with much better ideas, And because, and and remember, learning how to nurture the relationships around is going to help you learning how to nurture the relationship with your clients and your business. Because now business is done by nurturing your clients. Now currency in business, are relationship currency. Right. You know, Yeah. people that are going to open opportunities to you that is going to bring another client or nurturing the client so that he can purchase from you. So learning this part of and, and making sure that you plug in this for your family is an exercise for what you got to do for your business. Right. You know, I'm or to open opportunities out there. So it's very important. It's also very important for us to understand. There's an analogy that I use like a tree that the people that come into you like when it comes to friends. You have three type of people. Okay. You have people that are like the leaves. You have people that are like the, like the branches. And you have people that are like the roots. The people that come into your life, by that are like leaves, are the people that they're there for you for a little bit of time. They might, you might be learning something from them. They might be learning something from you. They might open a door opportunity for you, okay. But as soon something happens or misunderstanding or move or something like that, they fall, by like the wind. And those are right. the leaves. Then you have people that are like the branches. The people like the branches are the people that stay longer. You do projects with them. But as soon as the project is over, or something happened to you, or a problem comes in, they break. But then you have people like the roots. Those are the people that are there for you no matter what. They're there when you're happy they there when you're bad. they dare there to encourage you, to push you. They no, do not discourage you when you are uh, when it comes to your goals. They never say that your goals are crazy, but they also are realists. When you're doing something wrong, they will let you know in your face, okay, baby, you shouldn't do this or whatever. They're there for you no matter what. Even when you don't see them often, it's like when you talk to them again, if, let's say they're in another state and you don't see them every single day anymore, but whenever you talk to them, it's like you never stop talking to them. Mm-hmm. Those are the relations that you really need to cultivate. And those are the people that are really gonna So you need to not to get bitter. People, when people are leaf out of their life, sometimes they get bitter and then they don't, they don't want to nurture any other relationship. But people have a position in your life. And that doesn't mean because they live because they're leaves or their branches. That doesn't mean that they were bad people. It's just that they were put in your life for a season. And that's where
1: the appreciation and gratitude comes in, you know, rather than focus on, Oh, they're not with me anymore. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The gratitude comes in. What, what did they provide in my life and what did I provide in their life and how are we both better? What are the lessons? So Ida, how can people get to you and work with you?
2: Yes. Yes. Very important. So, Mm -hmm. Like I was telling before, I'm a holistic health practitioner and an integrative coach, also a biohacking coach. And what I do is I help people to prevent, control, and reverse chronic diseases, okay, so that that way they can have a productive life, healthy and long, and they'll be able to fulfill their purpose. You can find me in Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash rx 4 health. You can also have a group where I give all the tips and all the essentials. That's where you want to be. It's called Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. Biohacking Tools for every for Everlasting Health in, in Facebook. I also have an Instagram page, which is rx Ever Health, And I have my website, which is www.Rx4EverHealth.com.
1: There you go. rx 4 EverHealth. EverHealth. So, dot everhealth.com.
2: That's the uh, website. And yes. you can find me there if you have any questions. But the best way that you're going to find solutions is if you go to my group, Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. If you go to Facebook and search and you put Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health, you're going to be able to find me there.
1: There you go. You have got to go to that group and become a member so that you can prevent and reverse biohack these, whatever it is that you've got going on, because you either don't want it or you want to get rid of it.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Health is very important, and without
1: health, we can do nothing. Health is wealth. There you go. So you can go out and shine your beautiful inner light because you have talents that we all need. We will see you guys next week.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary and Ida Serena Lee for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.